This is the After Hours Burnout Podcast. That sizzle. That sizzle. Reminds me of Sizzlers at the restaurant. I wonder how many of our audience members know what Sizzlers is. Oh, uh, you know what? Um, maybe, maybe quite a bit. Maybe quite a bit. <laughs> Raise your hand if you know what's. For now, it's just you and me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it between us. That's right. So this is the the first episode. Episode this, numero uno of this new journey we have. Nice to have you here, V. Yeah, F. Nice to uh, be doing this together. I know we've been talking about this for a while, and you know it's been. Uh, it's been kind of a journey, right? Kind of a journey. Yeah, it's one of those things where like you have it in your mind, or more specifically on your list, mm-hmm. but somehow it just keeps falling down. The priority list. Yeah, it's like a number five, it gets to number ten, and all of a sudden like, was it ever on your list? It's like ice cream time, you know what, we'll do it tomorrow, and then tomorrow <laughs> becomes tomorrow, it's tomorrow, and then tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah, it's like, it's like we're on this uh, diet regimen, we're like, we're going to start to diet tomorrow, we're going to start working out tomorrow, and yeah. you, you kind of let it go. What do you think changed today? Like, why are we here doing this now? Um, honestly, I think it's because we just figured out, if we don't experiment and actually do it, yeah, we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I but, need this. Right. I need this more. What's motivating you? What's motivating me is I need this. I, I need to be able to talk to you about the burnout that happens at the after hours. Yeah. The corporate grind, man. The systematic grind of life that just crushes you down, just milks you for all you've got. And then you, like a freaking whore, check your bank account. You're like, all right, this, this makes sense now. It was worth it, you know? But I think deep down inside it's because I just want to talk. I think it's the right three period to kind of talk it's over our stuff. It's an outlet, right? I think that's how we should look at it. It's an outlet, and it's supposed to be... Some people do um, yoga for meditation, right? And to kind run. of reset yeah. their, their inner soul. We're, we're doing this little chatty session to, um, yeah, connect maybe with others that are in the same boat, feeling the same, um, kind of figuring out things as they're going along, but also have been in the grind. And we're both... I guess all of us looking at it and saying, well, where are we going? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, if you kind of add it all up, it's like, how much is your life worth? You know, your time of your life worth. Yeah, and who are you giving it to? Yeah, yeah. I think, um, you know, not to get too philosophical here right now, but I think that you should really take a look, you know, at yourself, where you are right now, and kind of start really carving out time to do stuff that you want to do because... At the end of the day, man, like, I was 20, like, yesterday, you know? Yeah. And now happened? we're, like, 30-something, maybe? Yeah, right? we'll I mean, keep that mysterious. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it's just, uh, it's kind of shocking to realize how fast time flies by. Um, especially when you're caught in this freaking corporate grind, you know? And you're kind of uh, delaying the stuff that you're interested in, whether it's, like, your passion or whatever. And I think that's the scary thing, is that you may lose sight of the things that mattered to you when you were younger. The things that you were, like, excited about. Now, you know what makes me excited? Not seeing an email from anybody when, well, I'm, when yeah. I'm about to, like, log off I the day. I know what that means. Yeah. Or not hearing that little ping on your phone. So that's, like, oh you need God. to be answering. Yeah. Or, oh, you know what? I'm oversaturated with the fatigue of calls. Like, calls after calls. But that's a topic for another day. But, I mean, I totally relate to what you're saying. And I think having this little side passion project 
is going to fuel our souls to um yeah to have something that we're looking forward to that it's it's ours right it's yours yeah. and it's mine so um yeah we're looking forward to taking you on this journey yeah hear about your stories your bullshit whatever it is that you want to complain about this is like your your place to do it you know yeah. it's your here. safety net yeah this is your safety net i mean this is cheaper than therapy i think <laughs> come in here lay it all out like yeah man we've been there um but yeah like why do you think we came up with the name after hours burnout like what's behind that what's the meaning behind it honestly i think we both have gone through burnout yeah i think without getting into the details but we're both in positions that requires a lot of our um full attention and in different capacities whether it's um managing stakeholders being an analytical like burning the candle oil into late exactly exactly i think that part burning the candle oil right And, and being those employees that are just we're reliable yeah no we're we're uh we're like the little guardian angels of the organization <laughs> you know of like uh you know when 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 the people need help we're there but when they don't need help like they don't think about it. you know what i mean that yeah, sort of thing it's like yeah in a way it's uh, i think it's how i view at least from my position sometimes it's like oh you're a lifesaver mm. but then hey how about that promotion buddy you know <laughs> how that promotion oh i don't believe in <laughs> an angel right right like who are you asking for a promotion yeah i mean you know i i'm 100 percent with you i think that was the idea behind it was you know the point of the burnout was so intense that when you're off the clock you're still thinking you're still thinking about it it's grinding away you're like how do i disconnect from this like it's so hard sometimes it is and i don't know about you um but i've actually had nightmares yeah of like I left something about a project and I forgot to mention it or uh, something yeah and 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 it shouldn't be that way so I I think that for us the after hours is kind of like this moment of pure disconnection right in a way but still being able to reflect on the things that are either helping Mm -hmm. us not helping us or keeping us in them in a state of yeah status quo yeah I mean you know let's be honest when you're younger you're thinking to yourself like what do i want to be you have this yeah. very fantastical view of what life is and all these things you like, idealized it like by the time i'm 18 i'm gonna have a six-pack i'm gonna do all these things <laughs> you know I'll, I'll, you know marriage was never part of the equation though for me right or having kids i wasn't really interested mm-hmm. in that but i was like i mean i'm gonna travel around the world all this stuff was able to do some of that sort of but not quite right yeah. and i think that uh it's that to me is like okay it's never until you do those things but it's the other stuff that worries me as an example right mm. i always thought that i would be maintaining that strong uh, connection i have with my artistical side right the artist sure, side the arts, and i feel like yeah. over the years that's been like completely left alone isn't it kind of like you had this little shoe box and all your treasures and all your memorabilia you kind of tucked it away underground and it's frozen yeah and just now we're kind of like awakening up to say yeah when i was a kid i was the quirky weird one that liked mm-hmm. to make um i don't know trinkets out of play-doh or yeah. i was super uh, artistic i was drawing i liked music i was dancing you know all yeah. these yeah, like those those little sets. passion things that you would yeah. do, not because you wanted to make money out of it, just because it was immensely enjoyable. Like, yeah, totally. You were so overflowing with, like, 
artistic stuff and just you wanted to express yourself that you would just do it now but now it's like shit man I gotta pay my loans bro like I gotta find a side hustle or something because if I don't do anything it's not gonna work out and then of course you think that to yourself while you're working like 12 13 hours a day on a job right yeah so it's like everything's been put on like the afterburners right it's there on the parking lot you're just focusing Mm -hmm. on what will make your boss happy Mm -hmm. so that you think he or she will just fucking give you that goddamn promotion you want and will you I mean and then you get the promotion it's like uh, a ten percent bump. You're like, fuck. Ten percent <laughs> bump. What am I? What? What is that? <laughs> Plus, after taxes. Oh man, <laughs> it's nothing. Yeah, I mean that part where where you're talking about, like you've been giving it all, your all, and and now it's you're you're craving that opportunity to kind of just be yourself, also. Yeah. Right? And I think we shouldn't. I mean, from for our audience here. This isn't just limited to the corporate gig because I feel that people that also are in the startup scene or entrepreneurs, they're they're combining their um, work with their personal life and it's kind of blended. So the after hours is something really real, right? Yeah, this when you're like, an yeah. owner of a company. Yeah, it's like the life hours podcast because you're literally, your life is your work. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I think that in the corporate world, it's like I'm living someone else's life. Yeah. Unless you're really passionate, like really passionate, and you've you've somehow been supported by a network of people that want to see you flourish. Sure. Right? And that that are you have your mentors, you're being challenged, but you're also have a very um, let's say planned out timeline of what's your next step. Yeah. How are you gonna get there? If if whatever you're doing at work and whatever you're being exposed to at work is aligned with your with your goals in life yeah then fantastic you can't you can't go wrong but if you're caught in a position where you're working at a job that you you're not interested in yeah and you're just doing it because of the paycheck like unless you have a greater plan that you're very preparing for mm-hmm. and you're you're doing it so you can kick something off right right fantastic but if you don't it's like dude you it's soul draining soul crushing yeah and whatever the next thing is there's not really that many options so we feel for you here at the After Hours Burnout we Packhouse. Do. We We really do. And I mean, we've uh, been there, right? We've, we've been in your shoes. We've had shitty jobs in the past. Oh, we, yeah. we definitely have. Yeah, we've had shitty jobs in the and, past. And so much that it kind of goes beyond just whatever you're giving from that 9 to 5. is It sucked so much out of you that when you do get home, when you are ready to use those hours that are destined for you, you can't help but unfortunately fall into this automatic veg out state good lord i couldn't have said any better i mean when you are so fed up with the bs of life and a corporate job you get home you think you have time to really think about like your passion project my friend i doubt it you just want to get in there get in your you didn't want to take a shower you're just like fuck this you would get in there <laughs> put on the tv get some ice cream you just pig out and you're just like this is life <laughs> this, this is it and and the weird thing is that you're satisfying like the, the most basic elements from like the human hierarchy of of of, of needs right yeah. like maslow maslow's hierarchy um but anyway it's like that safety right you get home and you're like you're in your blanket. You don't need to hear any emails. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to interact with, with people, bosses, colleagues. It's kind of like that space is yours. and But it's hard. It's hard to recover from those hours that are yours that you're just like vegging out because you just want to turn your brain off, right? Yeah. And, 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 and the real discipline and the challenging um, 
decide to overcome an obstacle is lighting a bit of a fire inside yeah. of you to say, nope, I am not going to go for the couch. I'm not going to go for the ice cream. I'm actually going to do something with this hour that it's, it's for me, right? Yeah, and I think it comes down to, you know, if you're working like an hourly sort of job, like a shift sort of job, you know, mm-hmm. I think that it's important that you weigh like the pros and cons of doing like an extra shift or, you know, covering someone else like, no, you know what, I need to take that day off. Like I need that time to dedicate to my own projects because if not, it's like, like what are your priorities? Right, right. What that's, are your priorities? I, yeah. That really, I think that's the nugget of, of the takeaway is what are your priorities? And for us... Our priorities are to create this project, which we hope um, will will definitely inspire many of you to engage with us and share with us topics or concerns that you're having um, that we can kind of peel like an onion and and have broader discussions about. Um, Otherwise, we're we're living in in a universe where we're not connecting, right? And if anything, we realize is... We're here to connect with one another. Yeah, and I mean, like, when I mean connecting, like, we don't mean, you know, like, LinkedIn connections. No. Which are just, uh, how would you even describe them? I would say maybe in a couple of words, empty, sometimes useless connections, because how, how many people actually leverage those connections? I think that's a great topic for another session. Yeah. I mean, when I mean connections, we're like, hey, at the essence of what the system is offering us at the corporate level, like... The shit sucks, you know? Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes you feel really fulfilled that you, Absolutely. things are working You're out. You're on a high, You're on right? a high. But when shit hits the fan, like, you, you have to... It, it can be really uh, depressing. It can really get you down. And I think it's, like, to talk about those things, right? Mm-hmm. Of, like, mm-hmm. you know, all you know, it's, like, I don't know, as an example, it's tax season, and I'm an accountant, and I'm working, right. you know, and there's this You big, get these cycles. And then, like, my boss left, and it's me, I have to take over, and, like, my, my boss's boss doesn't know what I'm doing, he doesn't understand, like, what the things that happen, blah, 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 blah. Like, that's a, that's a burnout right there. It it's is a burnout. burnout. So, talk to us about that, because hopefully we'll also see, like, hey, you know what, maybe the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Maybe, Absolutely. <laughs> maybe we're okay where we are, but... <laughs> You know, I would just love to hear more about these corporate burnouts and uh, what you guys are doing to kind of uh, keep it sane, right? Yeah, keep it sane, keep it chill, and um, yeah, keep keep the the the, the light right um, burning yeah. in a way that is gratifying to you. Yeah, keep and that disco light going. <laughs> oh, I like yeah. that. Keep that disco light going. Keep it spinning. You know. Um, but V, let me let me ask you something here. How was your week? Did you have a nice week? I sure did. I think um, the days are just going by really fast. And when Monday starts, I have everything planned out, all the things I want to cover. And by the time I look again at my calendar, it's already Friday. I think that's the part that's scaring me a little bit is um, just how freaking fast everything is going. It's like we're on a, we're spinning and spinning. And by the time that we we look at at where this project's led us it's already going to be december and um who knows how many episodes we would have recorded which is going to be very telling you know yeah no i agree with you and i also think that this year in particular being you know 2020 i think a lot of people have done this like a write-off here just like ugh. i think people kind of want to 
pretend it didn't happen. That didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is not great because no. you should be adapting to what's going on around you. You shouldn't be like, hey, just Closing because. Your eyes. Yeah, I feel like for some people, like life ended February and we've <laughs> been kind of vegetative state for the last seven months. Mm-hmm. For some people, that might be true, but I think for other people, you know, I know I have some friends and colleagues who, you know, like they've taken this opportunity to. to explore other sides of life right mm-hmm. maybe they get closer to their family their friends yeah. i think uh i think it's safe to say that during this whole situation i think a lot of us have connected more with our family and friends than ever before right um and i feel like that's such a nice thing like i'm pretty sure that without this whole situation none of us would have done that right can you pause it right so um make it short you had a nice week yeah, I'd say it was a good week. Yeah? Yeah, just fast. We'll, we'll see what the next week brings in. There's a couple of things I gotta be um, probably thinking ahead about. But other than that, I, I'd give it a... It was a, a 7 out of 10. How about you? Yeah, you know what? Um, for me, we finished like a big process in my company. Uh-huh. So we, the big day was, I think it was Tuesday. And everything turned out great, so it's been kind of smooth sailing mm, since then. Awesome. So, I would say week-wise, it was kind of just like, uh, like you know, in the end of Star Wars, where like the Death Star blew up yeah. and all the Ewoks and everyone's like happy and they're festival. celebrating. Yeah, that's why I feel right now. It's just like, all right, like we're we're good. So you're like, right, you feel like an Ewok. I feel moment. like an Ewok at Stancy, and he's just like, you know, with R two D two, you know, <laughs> <laughs> going around because, let me tell you, it, it was a rough month. It was a rough summer. Since June or May, it was been just nonstop like Ironman marathon. We're doing swimming, we're running, we're biking, we're doing some weight lifts, we're doing everything. What's worse though is that as a reflect as I reflect on prior years, I think that um, those prior years have been like shit shows. Yeah. And, and and exhaustive. Even though this, what you're saying about this year or these last months being rough. Um, it's actually not as rough as you experienced it in prior years. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. And I mean, it just comes down to the different situation compared to last year, right? Um, but yeah, I would say that this year's like budgeting process was was Disneyland compared to last year. I'm not saying it was easy, right? Cause it's never easy. But if we compare prior years, yeah, I mean, this was a, a completely different process. You know, yeah. a lot of work involved, but mm. without the BS. Yeah, no, that's great. I'm glad to hear you had a good week. Thanks, man. Give me and some, uh, give me some skin. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, high five, everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, like, how often do you want to do these? Like, how, how, what, what, what are you feeling? I'm thinking if we can do one a week, it's yeah. like a success. Yeah. Because we've gone from zero to creating something on a weekly basis. Yeah. But. I'd like to try maybe three times a week. I think three times a week is the perfect spot. Yeah. Yeah. So expect a lot of uh, uploads coming up. Yeah. And um, again, if anything is triggered by what we're talking about, if if you can let us know, that'd be that'd be certainly something that we can look into. Yeah. Give us good feedback, bad feedback. Who cares? Just talk yeah. to us. Just tell us. Know. You yeah. know. If Make us laugh. <laughs> <laughs> we welcome some laughter. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, F. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself in terms of your your professional background? You know, I would love to be. Um, so I've been in the game, this corporate grind, for ten years, approximately. 
uh, I, I, I've done, you know, right now the main gig is uh, is finance, but I've done business intelligence. Mm. I've done search engine optimization. I've done a little bit of here, a little bit of that, a little bit of consulting. Um, have I enjoyed it all? No, I haven't enjoyed it all. Mm. Have I learned a lot? Yeah. yeah, I have learned a lot. I think, uh, you know, whoever's done finance can speak to it. It's like, whether you like it or not, like Excel becomes your bread and butter, right? <laughs> to the point where, like, you see a spreadsheet and without even thinking about it though subconsciously you're like oh I can do that better like you someone else's spreadsheet you be just fun suddenly you're like an art critic you're like mm, I don't know like do we really want to do it that <laughs> do way do you like those tabs a few lookups maybe some ifs you know like stuff like that it's so, a format right yeah yeah so you become like this suddenly of like this snob this excel snob without mm. even wanting to right yeah so I would say that's the that's the highlight of my like mm. skill set right is excel and you know like the the budgeting process, the finance, you know, stuff. But enough about me. V, tell us, what defines you? What do you do? Yikes. I, I'm a mutt in terms of a corporate oh, um, capabilities, and I think that's what throws people off typically when they meet me and they ask me that question. Uh, like yourself, I've been in the corporate gig more than 10 years, working in different industries. I've stuck with one that I found quite interesting and I've developed you could say um, skill sets and abilities between strategy innovation Mm -hmm. um, products and just commercialization Um, it's weird because I can talk in pretty much fluently between all those different um, I guess uh, core competencies or, or concentrations but for me, what really defines what I like to do is um, is any sort of creative element, right? Whether you're trying to solve a business problem, trying to bring a new product to a new market, um, trying to figure out how to make things better from a customer experience. Yeah. That's certainly something that I found quite uh, fascinating because it doesn't allow me to get bored. I can't deal with the... Repetitive. No, yeah. no. Like, so what you're telling me about Excel. Yeah. I mean, I can't... I've learned to deal and work with Excel, and I can do it just fine. Um, I am by no means an art critic in that realm. My uh, tool of choice is PowerPoint, and I know yeah. for all of you who are booing me at the moment with PowerPoint, you know, death by PowerPoint, but I have to say it's been the way or my canvas to... Um, properly project ideas within this corporate um, setting so yeah I'm, I'm glad to be here I'm glad to be um, kind of shedding skin and now uh, diving and dipping my toes with yours into the podcast world um, this is certainly something that's going to be um, new and fun for us yeah no I, I completely agree with you I think um like the ideas are just flowing, right? All the things we can talk about and all the experiences we have, and you know, let's just take it. Let's take it a couple of years back, a couple of decades back. Let's just turn the clock around. We're going back in time, right? Talk to me about your first gig, the first gig you've ever had in your short life so far. What was it? First gig. Um, it was. It required a uniform. Oh, this sounds familiar. Keep going. It had these shorts. Oh, good. Black shorts oh, no. with this um, band in on your waist that was quite stretchy, cotton. Uh huh. And you had a white T-shirt with a logo. Yeah. And it said, 
summer camp. Oh, baby. We're going back to the hot summer of 69, huh? <laughs> wow. But not just any summer camp, and, and by no means just any counselor. That's These right. were the days of the hippie art counselor. Yeah, I'm talking about the early 2000s. When no iPads existed. It was just, I mean, <laughs> the 90s just happened. They were great. <laughs> we enjoyed the 90s so much. You know, life was fun. Yeah. We thought the only worry was finding out new and cool music. Like, to right. put things in context, Here we're we talking go. about Lincoln, Lincoln Park, Park. Talking about Incubus. Incubus. You know, we're talking yeah. about Coldplay, man. Coldplay also. I mean, oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Isn't it? That was the music. That was the summer of music. That was summer of music. That was when uh, you would come back. And, like, I think for one of those summers, I wasn't there. Right? Yeah, yeah, you weren't. It was, it was the following summer, which I don't know exactly what year the 2000s. It was really early, though. I decided to go work, and it was just one of the coolest experiences ever, especially that first summer. I mean, yeah, that first summer was. We were art counselors, right? We for were. A summer camp we were art at counselors the, for at kids. The school that we went to, and mm-hmm. it was fun because you guys see the other side of uh, of teaching, right? Yeah. As, you know, you're a student, and then suddenly you're teaching kids. Like, what was it? The youngest was it? Was it five? Kindergarten, like yeah, five, six years old. That's insane. Yeah, all the way to like teenagers, right, with their hormones and all of this craziness. Oh my god, yeah, it was insane. It was insane, but um, it was cool though, because it It was was a lot of cool people that worked there. So yeah, I mean, it was all young people, right? All young people. And and if I remember, some of the senior counselors were college students, so you you had to look, you had a glimpse into the future. It was like a '90s uh, soap opera, sometimes. Right. right? It was like Felicity. (laughs) Dawson's Creek, one of those. The um, (laughs) the drama in in a summer camp. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I mean, those jobs. Listen, when you're what, fourteen, thirteen? What what, old were you? Fourteen, fifteen year old? Yeah, something like like that. that. Whatever you get paid is great. Yeah, you weren't there really for the pay. You were there so you wouldn't be a case for your parents (laughs) for (laughs) staying at home, not doing anything, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. I miss those days. Plus, we got we got paid to do create like creative stuff. Yeah, yeah, we got we got dibs sometimes on some of the leftover materials in terms of like paper and like Mm. colored pencil stuff. So we took that and like we ran with it. We ran like some of the best creative work we ever had was during (laughs) those summer camps. Oh man, I, was, I feel like this is a nostalgia moment going back to uh, to those years. Yeah, yeah, no, there's some crazy stories there too, which you know we'll probably get into. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> to be told. To be told. Yeah. Well, V, I want to thank you for joining me today uh, on this wonderful little excursion. It's been fun. This is just a start. I mean, we got more. We got more. Um, we're coming your way. Yeah, absolutely. And with that, guys, this is F. This is a wrap-up, V. Perfect. Keep it, keep it in touch. Peace. We'll work on the outro. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>